Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now today, I am going to be covering a new seed that the enemy can plant into you if you continue to allow his voice to reign in you instead of allowing God's voice to reign in you. And this new seed that I'm going to discuss today is called the seed of worry. So let's go ahead and define it. Worry means a mental distress or agitation resulting from concern, usually for something impending or anticipate it. It also means trouble or difficult. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Matthew chapter 6 verse 34 which says, therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And again that's Matthew chapter 6 verse 34. Now, as you think about all of the many of things that are going on, it is or it can become just very difficult to not worry about things. Depending on how a situation affects you will determine how much you will actually worry about it. Certain things affect people differently. And sometimes it may not be what is presently going on but it may also just be some things that may have happened in the past that is causing this seed of worry to just be front and center for you now. The seed of worry can really get the best of a person if they do not know how to let go of things or if they don't know how to resolve issues. If you hold on to negative things that have happened to you in the past, and if someone says something or even does something to you that brings back a bad memory, even if it is totally different than what you went through long ago, it can cause you to start worrying about the current situation just because it has some similar characteristics from the past. It may not ever materialize into anything negative, but because you haven't let go of your past issues with a certain situation, you will begin to worry and just even think about what is taking place because as time goes on, it may start to have a negative outcome because it jarred something from your past. If this is something that is happening to you, please allow yourself to heal from the pain of your past. You will never be able to move forward in your life if you continue to keep holding on to things that still can cause hurt or pain or even worry to your life. Now, I'm not minimizing that the events from your past caused you lots of worry and even sleepless nights. It happened to you and you did go through it. Now is the time to stop holding yourself hostage with those bad memories from it. When new situations happen to you, 
You can't start worrying that all of the things that happened to you in the past will happen to you again. Now, I'm not saying to not be cautious about things. And I also want you to make good decisions. But please don't allow the pain from the past to dictate how things will happen in your future. You owe it to yourself to really be free from all of that. And don't continue to just keep embracing the pain of your past. Now, on another note, maybe your worry may be stemming from your lack of things that may be happening in your life. I know things have been rough for a lot of people. And some people are just having a hard time making ends meet. With all of the catastrophic things that have happened in the world, as well as in our own country, Some people are still struggling to obtain just the basic necessities that they need to survive. Although many people are giving and even hoping that the resources are being given to those people who really need it, there is still just a disconnect in making sure that people are being taken care of. Because as you listen to the news or whatever venue or channel that you do listen to, There are still stories of people who are suffering to find food, to find clothing, to find shelter. Now, I can't say that I have and know the answers to all of the problems that exist. I do know that somehow, some way, there has to be more things being done. And somehow we've just got to continue to work together so that we can meet the needs of those who really do have some serious challenges that they are faced with on a day-to-day basis, especially just for survival. Now, let me just add that Jesus is more concerned about people not worrying about their basic needs but actually making the kingdom of God more of a priority in their life. Now, Luke chapter 12, verses 22 through 31 says, Then turning to his disciples, Jesus said, So I tell you, don't worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or clothes to wear, for life consists of far more than food and clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't need to plant or harvest or put food in barns because God feeds them. And you are far more valuable to him than any birds. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Of course not. And if worry can't do little things like that, what's the use of worrying over bigger things? Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon, in all his glory, was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and gone tomorrow, won't he more surely care for you? You have so little faith. And don't worry about food, what to eat and drink. Don't worry whether God will provide it for you. These things dominate the thoughts of most people, but your father already knows your needs. He will give you all you need from day to day if you make the kingdom of God your primary concern. And again, that's Luke chapter 12, verses 22 through 31. 
Now, as you can see, God wants you to be more concerned about bigger things than even some of the basic necessities that you need. I know at times that can be difficult, but more importantly, he just wants you to trust him in everything. When you trust God to take care of everything for you and you are believing him in his word, you will start to see him move in your life. I don't know what things he will start to do for you, but you will begin to feel his presence with you. What you have to keep in mind is when the seed of worry comes up on you, the main goal for the enemy is for you to keep your thoughts on those things that have you distraught so that you will stop spending so much time with God. Now granted, there are times that when things do go wrong in your life, it causes you to go to him even more. The one thing to keep in mind is that God is wanting a close relationship with you and he does want you to spend time with him even when things are not going wrong in your life. By all means, go to God when your life is falling apart. Go to God when you need some direction and guidance. Go to God when you have been attacked in every area of your life. But continue to go to God also when things are going fine in your life. Go to God when you don't have something pressing in your life. Go to God just to spend some quality time with him just because you love him. The seed of worry will always be a way to creep into your life, to keep you distracted, and to prevent you from concentrating on the things that you need to stay focused on. The more you keep your thoughts on the woulda, shoulda, coulda events of your life, the more you keep fueling that situation. Now, it can start to grow and eventually get out of control, mainly because you kept your thoughts on all of the things that can go wrong in your life. For whatever reason, you just couldn't let it go. You couldn't push past the what ifs. You couldn't just allow yourself to rest and to give the problem to God. You were determined to allow yourself to create all of the scenarios in your mind while concluding that you done an in-depth analysis of what could go wrong, which is why you have concluded to the very outcome that you have right now. Please allow yourself to think a new thought in a positive way. You can do things differently if you give yourself permission to do so. And you don't have to allow yourself to stay stuck in the seed of worry. So now, let's go ahead and look at our example again with Job. So I'm going to read to you Job chapter 1 verses 4 through 5. And it says, Every year when Job's sons had birthdays, they invited their brothers and sisters to join them for a celebration. On these occasions, they would get together to eat and drink. When these celebrations ended, and sometimes they lasted several days, Job would purify his children. He would get up early in the morning and offer a burnt offering for each of them. For Job said to himself, Perhaps my children have sinned and have cursed God in their hearts. 
Now, this was Job's regular practice. And again, that's Job chapter 1, verses 4 through 5. Now, as you can see from these scriptures, you can see the worry sometimes that Job must have had for his children because he would offer a burnt offering to God to help purify them because he believed that his children had sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Now, it was obvious that he didn't think that they were doing things right in the eyes of God because the scripture said that he would do this every year when his children were celebrating their birthdays. It was obvious that Job saw some things in his children that probably didn't align with God, especially since he was a man that was upright, had integrity, and avoided evil. His burnt offerings, he thought, would help atone for their sins and help them to be in a right relationship with God. For Job to actually do this every single year, it continued to show that he was worried about the sin in their lives. Now, as parents, you want the best for your children. And more importantly, you want them to have a relationship with God. I'm sure that many, if not all, have done some things for our loved ones to help them and to protect them and to even just guide them to a closer walk to God. Some things may have been seeds that you planted, while others may have required you really to just be prostrate on the floor, constantly praying for a deliverance to take place in your children's lives. Regardless of what was happening in your loved one's life, you would do whatever it took to make sure that they would experience God's grace, mercy, forgiveness, and unconditional love for them. Now, the one thing that you have to just keep in mind is that although the seed of worry can be hard to deal with and it can sometimes just nag you, you still have to make sure that you allow God to fight for you. You have to keep trusting God completely. And you have to make sure that you are releasing those burdens and worries to him so that you won't take control of the situation. Now, I see I'm going to have to continue this tomorrow. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at destruction.com. That's destruction.com.